2: yo 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 just keeping it relevant and young this is Cuddle club i'm lou sanders your host and well actually just your host in this occasion uh this is a podcast about cuddling but it's not really it's about human relationships you should know this by now this week hang on let me just clear my mouth this week (laughs) week we're joined by paul chowdhury he's a comedian you've probably seen him on live at the apollo and stuff he does massive tours he i didn't really know paul that well until after this and what a guy but don't take my word for it take your own word for it listen in and then tell yourself he's a great guy okay pip pip but also hello paul chowdhury welcome how are you it's
3: good to see you lou i haven't spoken to you in a long time It's been at least 10, 15 minutes.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We warmed up. We warmed up with your podcast, didn't we?
3: It's like we're taking turns on each other.
2: That sounds very rude.
3: Oh, right. No, not in that way. (laughs) I mean, it's like we were were playing pool or something.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, welcome to Cuddle Club. You said you listened to it, which was a surprise to me. It's
3: one of my favourite podcasts, Lou, and it's an honour for me to be a guest on this podcast, finally. I
2: can't believe that. It's
3: led up to this moment,
2: right? So you will know that the Star Cuddle Club. We have a quick fire round. So here they are. Are you ready for a quick fire? You don't fit. You, you've got quite sort of. Um, I don't think you've got quick energy.
3: I'm very laid back, you know, especially mm. when I'm at home. If we were in person, I'd be jumping about the room and stuff, and you'd be saying, "Calm down." Why are you doing a Robin Williams?
2: Why is that? That in you're like Tigger in a room, but in your own room like Eel.
3: It's weird. It's like doing a Zoom gig, isn't it? you're very relaxed in your own house the worst is when you do a zoom gig and if you die in your ass, whereas a gig you do a comedy club or something you die or something you have a bag you can leave you leave the environment mm. but if you have a bad gig at home you're still at home
2: sorry you're gonna have to talk me through what a bad gig is because oh uh, I- yeah <laughs> no i had one the other night actually to be fair um okay quick fire round so you just answer as quick as you'd like don't don't overthink it okay do you read a lot no of nazi propaganda
3: yeah okay
2: uh, do you like those long candles? You know the long, the long ones.
3: Yeah, yeah, I really like them.
2: <laughs> Up your ass! <laughs> no, no. Okay. Uh, why aren't there more magical assistants that are men? Magicians' assistants that are men.
3: That's a good question, mm. and I need to ask Debbie McGee that.
2: Well, that'll be a sensitive question because, of course, the late Paul Daniels is dead. Mm. She was his assistant.
3: Paul Daniels, who went on Good Morning Britain at the time, which was Good Morning. TV or whatever it was called back then with Queen, yeah. just after Freddie Mercury died with Brian May, and they asked him if he was a Queen fan. He said, I don't really like music in Whoa. front of Queen.
2: Did he? Well, y- you got to hand it to him. He's sticking to his guns.
3: Yeah, he, he said he didn't like music in front of the Queen, who just lost Freddie Mercury.
2: Wow. <laughs> but, you know, I sort of admire, <laughs> admire that in a way. Now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? Touching. Are you into it generally? If so, how so? That's question number two.
3: Never really been a big toucher, to be honest.
2: Not a tactile family?
3: No, I wasn't really hugged as a child.
2: Were you not?
3: This is why I am the way I am.
2: Very cold. Would you say you're a cold fish?
3: Yeah, 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 probably a very cold, floppy fish.
2: Oh, yeah, a cold floppy fish.
3: You know that fish handshake when you don't Mm. grab... Obviously, now handshaking is pretty much illegal I was never really I didn't really like touching people's clammy hands
2: so you're a stiff bit of cardboard a very cold fish
3: I'm very happy with the elbowing which is now mm. taken over Yeah, an elbow to the face normally
2: <laughs> yeah I'd like a one way ticket to Cuddle City Central please Okay, touch quiz. Yeah. You interested?
3: Let's go straight to a touch quiz over Zoom.
2: Okay. Who am I thinking about now? You get five questions. Who am I thinking about touching now?
3: Okay. What gender? Male. Actor?
2: Yes. Ooh, very good.
3: What genre of film?
2: All sorts, really. Uh, Quite action-y a little bit.
3: Last movie?
2: No, you can't ask that. (laughs) 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 He <laughs> <You> can't ask <answer>. that. <laughs> he's very good at the touch quiz, so Paul Chaudhry.
3: How many am I on?
2: You've still got two left. Brad Pitt? No.
3: Leonardo DiCaprio?
2: No. Oh, fast five then. It's Keanu Reeves. It's always Keanu Reeves. Uh,
3: it's always Keanu Reeves.
2: <laughs> it's, it's always Keanu Reeves. We're cuddling up, we're cuddling down, we're cuddling all around. <clears throat> Imagine I'm going to hug you. How How are you feeling?
3: Cold fish.
2: Cold fish is coming up. The cold yeah. fish is waggling its tail.
3: Do you like the uncomfortable hugging when you hug someone? And who lets go first? I never let go. I did a routine about that years ago, about hugging someone for that one second too long and saying, don't ever leave me.
2: Yeah, that's nice. That's what and I'm going to do to you when I see you.
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, I do it as a joke, but you do it for real.
2: But if, but if you're... Uh, dare I say, stiff as a bit of card when someone hugs you, how do you have relationships? I imagine you need to like warm up, you, know, you can't just put your face in the puss, you've got to have a little <laughs> bit of <laughs> you've got to have a little bit of a warm up to that a hand on the thigh.
3: Have yeah, you seen my beard?
2: <laughs> but, you know what I mean Like you must be affectionate if you're going if you're in a relationship
3: Yeah, uh, I try to be i a very romantic man as you can tell.
2: What's the most romantic thing you've done?
3: Um, I think I once Got a private chef to my flat to cook dinner on Valentine's Day.
2: That's nice. That I was going out with.
3: And it was a massive meal that was cooked by a private chef. And so we sat down, candles and everything. And then she told me that she cheated on me.
2: No, no. Yeah, it was a really. No. (laughs) Is that true? Yeah. Oh my God. How much would the chef?
3: (laughs) Very expensive. (laughs)
2: And then was that it for the relationship?
3: Well, she apparently went out with me and left this guy and then went back to him and then came back to me and I didn't know. But still, that's a cheat, isn't it?
2: What course did she uh, tell you that she cheated on you in?
3: Oh, it was quite early on in the... I think it was We're On Starters and why have (laughs) you done this? And also, you know, because of the love I have. And and then it kind of... She was probing me to ask the question and then I asked it. And um, I'm not sure we... Got to Maine's.
2: Oh, I would have waited till pudding. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to miss out on any of the food, and I thought I might be I might, might be turfed yeah, out, so it, at least get to pudding.
3: It was her favourite Lebanese food as well.
2: <laughs> it's a good story, but it's, it's a harsh story. And then did you split up with her?
3: Pretty much, yeah. That was... Uh... And she wanted me to get over it and stuff. Did
2: you give her a little Tupperware box to take <laughs> out some food? I,
3: I don't think the conversation got to that point. Nightmare. And a lot of food left over as well. The fridge was full of food.
2: Oh, but it, but it's a, it's, it's a sour taste, isn't it, in the mouth?
3: Yeah, and the thing is, as you know, when you break up with someone, you're not know that hungry.
2: Yeah. Do, were you faithful to her, though? Are you a faithful guy?
3: You're pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Unless I'm cheating on someone. <laughs> When I'm cheating okay. on someone, then I'm not. No, I don't tend to cheat. Yeah. I'd say early on in a relationship, if you're going out on dates, you go out on dates with other people. Yeah. It's just too time-consuming, I think, to date multiple people. Yeah. Who's got the time for it and the lies for it? It's hard enough dating one person. Yeah. yeah the chef's bills. and It's hard enough being in one relationship in 2021.
2: I, I don't think I could be unfaithful now. I really don't. I think I think I just fin- – I don't understand why people are because I think just finish it. If you like someone else more – you probably don't anyway it's probably an illusion and then just finish it and go out with the other person if you have to and then mm.
3: have you ever gone out with someone and they've left you for someone else and then they've come back to you and saying let's go back out I've made a big mistake
2: I don't know I feel like it must have happened mm. but I can't really remember but you've only
3: had like two or three boyfriends
2: no I have not
3: for the ones I know
2: well you have done your research but no I haven't I have had more than that where are you getting that involved? I know everything about that's you on Luke, it's, um... yeah that's <laughs> I haven't had two or three i've had like four or five serious ones
3: okay
2: where do you get that info from you know not
3: only do i do my research but i ask people about my guests obviously i'm your guest (laughs) now but i do i i contact members of your family school teachers Primary school teachers.
2: Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No wonder you've not got time to, to time someone. Blimey, you're doing all your research.
3: How could I even get into a relationship when I'm doing the Lusanders research?
2: This is, by the way, for the listeners of Cuddle Club, I was just on Paul Chowdhury's podcast, and let me tell you, he does a lot more research than <laughs> I do. <laughs> How do you chat uh, girls up then?
3: Oh, I'm awful. Really? I'm awful at chatting girls, which is why I'm a single man at this age. I'm like, literally, a girl could fancy me and she'd be stood in front of me Asking for my number, and I'm like, she's not really into me. I've got to listen to podcasts about how to attract women.
2: Oh, no, yeah.
3: Because I was very late in developing in with relationships and girlfriends because I come from a strict Indian household, so we weren't really allowed girlfriends in our teens in those days. Now it's changed. Whereas, you know, you're you're white and your parents would have been fine with boyfriends and see it as quite a healthy progression in one's development. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it, Lou. Hey, Lou's boyfriend's coming up. <laughs> is he staying the night? Yeah, don't worry, love.
2: Yeah, they encouraged yeah. me. Yeah, you know, you're old enough to bleed, you're old enough to yeah. breed. That's,
3: <laughs> That's my daughter. That is. I'm proud of her. <laughs> the girlfriend of or you don't have fucking girlfriend in my house. Straight marriage.
2: Really? So, what would they like to? Do you an arranged marriage, if possible? Would they have liked it?
3: Well, no, there's no such thing as an arranged marriage, really. Arranged marriage, in the Western world, the understanding is you're forced to marry marry someone. But an arranged marriage is basically Asian families are dating apps. So they'll introduce you to someone. And if you get on, you marry them. So that's the arrangement. So technically, Tinder... It's an arranged marriage if you end up marrying someone.
2: Well, yeah, but they didn't... Do, what, what Didn't they have anyone on their books for you then?
3: No, they didn't <laughs> <Hold> because <up. laughs> I was a st- struggling stand-up comedian in oh, my no. mid-20s and in those days, yeah. in the early 2000s, no Indian family would want their daughter to marry a stand-up comedian and there's never, never really been an Indian stand-up as a success story in those days. Yeah. I remember I was talking to an Indian girl off an Indian dating app way back when and she was like, Well, how much do you earn? Because comedians don't.
2: Yeah, comedians
3: don't earn money, and my family aren't going to accept you. And I felt like I probably earned more than your dad earns being a stand up comic. And I wasn't yeah. where I am today. But
2: yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like
3: there's a perception that we perform in pubs and clubs, especially to some families. Like, how can you make a. Do you make a. What's your full time job? I don't know if you get that.
2: It's a bold move asking your net worth before date one, isn't yeah. it?
3: And that's online in messages. <laughs> not even face to face or a conversation on the phone it's what do you earn wow my family aren't going to accept you
2: did you slip us some uh, bank statements
3: no i pretty much unmatched pretty soon after that
2: yeah fair enough if you are willing to go on a date with um with paul do just tweet us just tweet us
3: uh, or, uh, just contact info at Paulcharity.com. the
2: private chef might not be date one you have to earn that. that's
3: date three date three on valentine's day so we'll have to spread out the dates too Valentine's yeah. Day, twenty twenty two. Back in our day, Lou, mm. people would talk to you in person. Now it's all the apps, and you just swipe on someone's face, as I explained in my last special on Amazon Prime.
2: Oh, nice plug! <laughs> don't mind. <laughs> I don't, I'm not on the apps. I'm not on the bloody apps.
3: Well, I've tried the apps, and no one believes it's me.
2: Oh, really?
3: And they think I'm. A catfish, and then I try and get approved. I don't have any success on those things
2: because they think you're catfish.
3: They either think I'm a catfish or they think I'm an ugly bastard. So it's one of the two. <laughs> Nothing in between.
2: <laughs> we'll just wear a t- hold up a banner saying uh, "Not ugly, not catfish. <laughs> Here for your dreams." Oh, I won't ask you again, but I tell you who will. It's Anand Button. That was Luke on keys, if you can believe. Alan de Botton. Okay, I'm going to ask a question from Alan de Botton. Something to say. Well, you've actually got
3: questions from listeners?
2: No, I told you I don't do any oh. research. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alan de Botton is like, he wrote Status Anxiety and he, um, anyway, I've got his cards.
3: I can't believe the guy knows me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm honoured.
2: He doesn't know you. I can't believe you sent
3: these questions in. I'm, I'm quite. I'm honoured to Alan Bautain's <laughs> asking me questions. Now,
2: Alan de Bottain knows us all. He knows what it is to be human. I'm honoured. And he wants to know, what do you look for in a very close friend? Trust. They've got to trust you.
3: Mutual trust, I think. We can develop a, a meaningful Lou Sanders-Paul Chadra relationship.
2: It's not a surprise to me that the Angels of Fate picked that one, is it? How can one overcome shyness? Are you shy?
3: I'm very shy, actually, and that's been my Achilles heel all my life. I think that's stopped me from even being able to talk to women in my mid-late teens, Mm. and I didn't have girlfriends to my early 20s, so it was impossible, and also being a misfit and an outcast. I think we're outsiders, being comics. Yeah. We live outside the sphere of normality, which is why we became the people we are today. So in a way, the balance of that is it led me to buying a Porsche. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: and then and then swapping it for a tesla (laughs) but the teslas the teslas are more um better for the planet aren't they so much
3: better for the planet much worse for the bank account
2: Mm. but you know you're cruising by Mm. them sweet babes is going to be like who's that shy guy that lost his virginity in his mid-20s well
3: yeah (laughs) um it's like pulling up on a porsche and then you know you the, the engine the noise the vibration pulling up at a Tesla. Mm. This is the sound of a Tesla. That's what a Tesla sounds like when you drive it.
2: Yeah, yeah. But do you know what? I like that better. I hate car noises (laughs) and motorbike noises. And I always think like... Oh my God, just sort your relationship with your dick out. Mm. Like, I hate noisy car. I just think, why are you polluting my ears?
3: But it's a male thing. I've never really spoken to a woman. So,
2: I really like that
3: noisy car.
2: Yeah. So, why do they think it's going to be a babe magnet? My mum actually doesn't mind noisy cars and motorbikes. And she says, look at them having fun. She had a motorbike when she was younger. And she's like, look at them. They're like, I get it. Like, the noise that, and she really gets it. And I think it's abomination to people's. Mm space
3: and they're saying we're living in the revolution of motor vehicles we're where the internet was in the (gasps) mid early to 90s yeah cars are where they are now so everything will go electric within they say they think within 10 to 20 years and there won't be any around
2: good if frigging needs to although more people get run over because you can't hear it coming but you know well you
3: say that but the Tesla breaks itself if you go near other things. What? Yeah, so it has certain, I don't know if you have to buy those extras, it self-drives. So Oh yeah. if you go near another car, it yeah. will kind of stops. So I'm not sure if, if somebody walks out in front of it, whether it will work that way, but that was an issue. They wanted to put sounds on electric cars so people hear them coming, but they, that didn't really happen, so they've added other... There are lots of electric cars, not just, we're not sponsored by Tesla.
2: I think they should have different sound effects and you can choose your sound effects. So it's either ice cream van or it's like, woohoo, I'm coming for you. You know, it just makes a different sound. Well, you can do that. Whatever you want Well, you can do that with the
3: vehicle we've mentioned, which I don't want to sponsor. Mm. Uh, You you can maybe get them on as a sponsor, but um, you can have ice cream van horn noises and you can program it. Yeah. You can program it to the sound you want to all that kind of stuff
2: wow maybe i should work for a car manufacturer um well if that tesla guy is listening send me up to space baby then send me back down to work in the car company
0: (laughs) selling a little or a lot For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
2: I hate to be all groovy, but have you heard of the movies? Best on-screen cuddle, films, TV, that kind of thing.
3: When you say cuddle, that people have different interpretations of cuddle. what that means.
2: Yeah, well, it's what... Ever you want it to be, Paul. And that goes for all of the questions.
3: Because some girls have said to me, do you want a cuddle? Mm. And I'm like, you hug them and that wasn't what they were insinuating.
2: Ah, the naughtier stuff, was it?
3: Sometimes people word it that way mm. when I've been lucky enough to receive a cuddle.
2: <laughs> I think it's quite cute to describe a blowjob as a cuddle.
3: <laughs> well, I was, I was going that far. <laughs> uh, but if there are any cuddlers out there, I'm always open to a cuddle.
2: his dms are open
3: it's a it's an interesting one because i studied film and i'm such a film buff i would probably say the best on-screen cuddle was jack nicholson in the shining he wanted a cuddle at the end and he's smacking the axe through the bathroom door i think it was just after in a cuddle at the
2: time (laughs) yeah that makes sense actually that's an interesting read on it well you know hug a hoodie hug an axe man it all comes back to the same thing doesn't it
3: it all comes back to we've always been the caretaker here Lloyd
2: thank you uh, no idea what that means but what's the best worst or weirdest cuddle you've ever had
3: uh, it's probably me when you don't expect a cuddle and, <laughs> and, and, and your arms are kind of hovering around him and you just tap them on the back
2: what's so you're the you're the weird one
3: I'm probably the weird one in in that situation right when it happens and if somebody hugs you and they start crying and you're just tapping their back yeah I've probably been more of a back tapper. <laughs>
2: You don't commit, even with their,
3: mm.
2: even if they're sad. You don't really commit. No, I then
3: just back tap. I'm a good. I'm a back listen. Tap. I'm a great back tapper. If you need a back tap, <laughs> if you're hugging me, I'll give you a wicked <laughs> tap on the back.
2: Tip tip tap. Oh yeah, do tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? Everyone's oh, gonna say me. Who would you most like to hug? Now. Yeah, I guess now. I guess why not now? You know.
3: Mm. Well, there's no one around at the moment and I'm not a big, especially during this pandemic, I've kept away. And now hugging is legal, which the government stated last week, even when there's a new variant out. Hugging is a bit stupid why they're telling people to hug and go out. Yeah, It's like when they did that, eat out to help out, bollocks.
2: Yeah, although I did get some. Yeah, we all did. But have you been vaccinated?
3: I have, yeah. I've had the first jab. But I've had COVID as well, so essentially I've got the antibodies twice and I'm waiting for the second jab.
2: Yeah. Well, who do you want to hug, though?
3: <laughs> At the moment, no one. Um, but if it came down to it, probably the closest person would be you, I'd say, for being on each other's podcast. Yeah. We've kind of bonded.
2: And don't rule out a little kitten, either.
3: Yeah, then we can have a kitten together. Oh, well, I, I like a creature. Yeah, I'd, I'd love animals, dogs, cats. Cats aren't really huggers, though. I'd say dogs are more huggers.
2: I'm going to get a cat that's a hugger, that hangs around you like like a scarf.
3: Yeah, I don't think a hat's... And scarves.
2: Uh, you haven't met my cat yet. Uh, I haven't met my cat yet. But when I meet the cat, it's gonna. Sorry, our cat.
3: Yeah. Sorry. The our cat's cat. gonna be like piss off, mate. You know, cats are very like what you're looking at. Uh, like, where's the dinner?
2: Not all. Not hashtag not all cats.
3: Yeah, hashtag not all cats. So if you're listening and you're a cat, I didn't mean to offend <laughs> your uh, your identity.
2: You know, we will send. We will be sending out a statement about that to, to apologise. <laughs> Time for the practical examination now hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song <laughs> it was me okay everybody uh get your get your awkward faces out it's time for the snuggle. before we go you don't like people touching you so you're lucky that this is remote because what i do is i come in you close your eyes you see if i can feel me hugging you you just close close your lovely little eyes and then i just come in and i just cuddle you and you're really grateful that it's remote on this hot Hot, hot day, and then I and then I'm out. Did you feel it? It
3: felt like uh, that movie Ghost, it was really nice. That was,
2: I'm my Patrick Swayze,
3: yeah. And I was kind of had that clay pottery thing that was squiggling around, Mm. bits of clay going everywhere, splattering the walls. And you hugged me from behind, yeah. And that song started playing in the background. It was a very nice cuddle, that was a nice hug. That was, I enjoyed that,
2: okay. Well, it's got a lot to live up to because now I'm going to close my eyes, you're going to come in, and it's, and it's got to be better than the cuddle from Ghost.
3: Okay, so I come in from behind.
2: <laughs> behind as <is> well. <one. laughs>
3: <laughs> Only because... <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird because obviously <laughs> your face is great. <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> I didn't say that was coming in from behind. But I, it's your, <laughs> it's your imagination. Yeah,
3: and you, you've got your okay. eyes closed. You're in the office there. on a podcast. Mm. I come in. I hug you, and then I just whisper in your ear. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's
2: and, lovely. How
3: does that? Is that for,
2: yeah. <laughs> and what cologne is that? If you don't mind me asking.
3: Oh, that's. um Oh, naturel <laughs>
2: yeah lovely <laughs> lovely the amazing <theremins. laughs> well thank you so much for coming on Cuddle Club I really appreciate it appreciate your time
3: what a cuddle that's been the best cuddle I've had all day
2: okay so that was Paul Choudry. yeah some sparks were flying unless you're blind um, he's got a podcast called Pudcast it's not even to do with puts, but you know, I'm not going to tell the man that he's he named it wrong. Uh, he's live show live in it is on the Amazon Prime, and he's on Instagram at Paul So knock yourselves out. Remember to CC everybody in if CC has time, You know, now. And thank you for listening. And just go love yourself, I guess, and I mean that in a nice way, not in the Justin Bieber go and love yourself when really he means fuck yourself sorry to shatter that illusion but <laughs> that song from eight years ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a bit spicy than you may have realized and also may I be so bold and loving as to hold you in my arms and then ask for a favor and that favor is can you rate review and subscribe to this on iTunes because it does help you know we're plugging away here dears you know what I mean and um love to your families